Welcome back to Be Right. I'm Alex Myers. As always, I'm joined by Stephen Hennessy, Christopher Powers. We got a special guest today, the notorious Jeff Nagel, aka Nagel's Bagels on Twitter. Uh, Jeff, great to have you on. I, I see the, the banter that you have with, with uh, Steve and CP. I know it culminated in some big golf match last week. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. How's it going? It's going great. It's a it's a real uh, it's a real honor to be here. I got to I got to say, uh, Alex, I, before we start, I have to tell you that I used to listen to you and Joel do the Golf Digest podcast ah, yeah, many cool. years ago, back many early years. in the podcast game. Yep. I always used to get so frustrated because I can never hear your voice because your <laughs> microphone was your microphone was never on. I want to know if anybody's ever told you if you're a low talker or if I just have bad ears or what's going on with your audio. That's I never seem to hear what you're saying. It's really funny you bring that up because I, I don't, I'm not a low talker as these guys can attest to, but recently I got criticized as well. Yep. And so I just bought a mic in the last like month or so. So hopefully that's helped. These other guys had mics the whole time. I had no idea. I'm like a dope without a mic. We're professionals. Right, back, in, back in the day, you know what used to happen? And I'm being dead serious. And these guys will believe me. Joel was such a low talker. Yep that they would then turn down like my volume, I think, to kind of like even it out. But Joel would be sitting there like whispering basically. And yeah, but that, thank you for listening. That that kind that was kind of the precursor to this. Um, it was fun, but you know, hopefully we're, we're bringing good stuff here as well. But anyway, appreciate that shout out. Let's get to last week, obviously, the 3M Open because, you know, last week I said, I'm taking the week off. And I did. I to the point, and Chris called me out. I didn't even read our weekly <laughs> picks column, and I didn't listen to your guys' interview with who was it? PGA Tout. Mm-hmm. With PGA Tout. That's um, right. I didn't even listen to it because I was like, you know what? I don't want to get suckered in. And of course, Steve and CP, positive vibes. They're all on Camp Champ, yucking it up on Sunday. Well, actually, CP didn't want Steve to say anything because he's crazy. <laughs> but of course, the one week I don't get in on the, the total, whenever we're all in on someone, it doesn't work. Right, so if I'd gotten in, it probably wouldn't work. But anyway, congrats to you guys. Another huge hit. It brings credibility and respect to our show. So I'm very happy for you guys. Steve, Chris, take it away. Tell us about your big week with Camp Champ. CP, I mean, you wrote about him in the column. Myers is one of many people that reached out to me saying, you didn't text me or give me a a hat tip. And I've said the same thing to every friend, uh, relative, read the picks column. It was right there in front of you. Steve tweeted it out. So take a lot of pride in in winning um, one of the ones we mentioned in the picks column, one of the guys we mentioned on the pod. So that was like a clean sweep. That was, that was really nice. And, uh, to be honest, when uh, when the Yankees blew that lead, I, I was really down. And um, all the close calls I've had recently, yep. I was yep. expecting some very bad things. And then the snap hook by Champ, I was on the edge, on the edge of the cliff. And uh, really, <laughs> really glad to see him save that incredible par. And uh, Bogey would have got it done too. So 
um, yeah, pumped. And Steve was on it too. It's nice. It's nice to uh, have a community win. What I know about Powers from following his betting history the last two or three years is whenever he's got a zero in the bank account, when his back's against the wall, that's when he does the best. He somehow manages to snake out a victory, no matter what it is, hockey, baseball, a cam champ, 150 to one uh, on DraftKings. He was, that's the largest uh, odds I've ever hit in golf. And that's coming off of Cam Davis, 100 to one. So, man, the vibes cannot be any better right now. That, that is spectacular. Yeah, and usually you guys are at each other's throats because one of you has some – you guys usually have two of the leaders, and it gets a little hotly contested. I think the, I think the uh, – I, I really think the turning point was was beating Nagels and, and Andy on Thursday at the Shannon Valley <laughs> Golf yeah. Course. Yeah, what was this big golf match? That was pretty uh, – Pretty exciting. Another we'll let Nagels take it away. Credibility for for the B right boys. Yeah, I, I, I love to see it. Vibes were bad early because Nagels yeah. hit one to five feet from about 170 yards on the first hole after kind of really selling himself wow. short and made the birdie putt. So wow. we were one down right away. Yeah, but it was then quickly downhill. Uh, much after that, I told them, I said, guys, this is not normal. I haven't made a birdie in quite some time. I'm not a ringer. This is not, I'm not hustling you. I'm not looking to double the odds. It's like, it was a fluke. And when I made seven on the next hole, they're like, yeah, okay, we're, we're fine. We're in good shape here. We're okay. They saw me chip. So yeah, that was that. SG around the green wasn't, wasn't Nagels. Off the tee though. Off the tee, yeah. Nagels had it going. That's for sure. Well, I appreciate that. It's a bunch of, it's a bunch of garbage. I stink. But we had a great day. It was a lot of yes. fun. That's and all that matters. It, it was well. It was well worth it. It was everything. I really enjoyed that. That was a good time. And we threw the official invite in person to the pod, an open invite. Even though on his show that previous night, Nagel said the the Olympics is such a sham. I'm not doing my own personal show uh, <laughs> wow. this week. So, you know, this shows you how much he puts the Be Right podcast in esteem uh, that That's he's here amazing. tonight. Yeah. Well, I wasn't about yeah. I wasn't about to say no, but yes, it is a colossal waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, let's get into the Olympics. It's a, it's a little unusual, obviously, although not that. I mean, it's a it's a seventy two hole event, which is stroke play, which is what we're used to. Um, which I know some people are upset with that the Olympic format's basically the same as every other week. But uh, you know, for the second time in what a hundred and whatever in whatever years, golf's back in the Olympics. We saw it in twenty sixteen at Rio. Rio certainly, Steve, a lot different. Yeah. And I talked about this in this podcast that we had that came out today. They had to build a golf course just to have this tournament. Japan, a little different. It's a golf crazed country. It's really unfortunate the fans aren't going to be allowed to come to any event because this would have actually been one of the premier events probably of the week, uh, especially with Hideki Matsuyama coming in there as the reigning Masters champ. So let's get into it. Uh, you know, again, a couple of weeks ago, I think we had nine of the top 10 in the world. We're down to three of the top 10 in the world. It's uh, the world rankings have shifted and we've had some unfortunate COVID WDs most, uh, you know, notably John Rahm world number one and uh, Bryson DeChambeau pretty big deal. So it's, it's taken a blow to the field, but uh, we'll get into it. Steve, by the way, a guy in Japan who works there, he pronounces it uh, Kasima Gaseki country club. So I think yeah. I'm saying that right. That's Kasima close to, that's close to what I thought. Kasuma okay. Gazeki. 
Kasuma Gaseki. Okay. Yeah. Mike Gaseki. It's weird. It's this guy, Joe, <laughs> Joe Gorwin, who was helped me with the podcast so much. And he's an Australian who's lived in Japan for seven years. He works for a golf club that, that runs 18 different courses. So I, I had the Australian accent trying to pronounce Japanese, right. but I, I think it's Kasuma Gaseki, something like that. Anyway, we'll roll with that. One of the, one of the most famous cl- uh, courses in the country. Um, it's actually, I think, hosted their junior championship for about 50 years. Uh, used to host the Asian amateur. Uh, mm-hmm. The first couple of years that tournament started, Hideki Matsuyama won in yeah. 2010 to get his first invite to the Masters. Is there anything else, Steve, that we should be aware of with the course uh, coming into this week? Because honestly, other than that, it, it's really tough to, uh, to really bring any type of history into this. Yeah, it's obviously an unknown to most people, but like you said, a classic layout, um, 1929, the club opened and then CH Allison is one of the most noted architects of that time, um, came over and part of his journey in Japan, he renovated this course and did a bunch of other great courses through Japan. So, um, yeah, it was 89th on golf digest world 100 rankings in 2018 and it was renovated four or five years ago by Tom Fazio and his son. Logan, but they didn't alter too much how the course plays, just moved some fairway bunkers, uh, did some renovation work to the greens. But, you know, what you need to know is, um, you know, it's going to play just over 7,500 yards, um, classic and tree-lined. What I've heard is people have likened it to Quail Hollow uh, in Charlotte, which I could see, and that's also been renovated by Tom Fazio, so that that checks out a bit. Uh, Bentgrass greens, Zoysia fairways, which is a little different. Um, but something to keep an eye on is the expected rain they're going to get from this tropical storm, which might even be a typhoon. Um, I don't think it's going to threaten play at all, but you know, this course might be a little wet, so it might even play longer than 7,500 yards. Mm. There's a bunch of par fives that are really long over 600 yards. Um, so a lot of them are, aren't going to be reachable for anybody. Um, so yeah, I mean, that that's pretty much it. Um, it's a you know classic tree line course, which a lot of these guys play every week on the PGA Tour. So you know it shouldn't be anything too much out of the ordinary. The one thing I did forget to mention is the bunkers are are crazy. So I'm definitely going to put some emphasis on uh, sand saves, um, scrambling more so than usual in my uh, fantasy national modeling. All right, crazy bunkers. Patrick Reed's in the field. That's all I'm saying. Uh, we got. Let's talk about the field. Sixty players. Uh, 60 men and 60 women. The women's competition will be next week, also at Kasimagaseki Country Club. Uh, but let's dive into the favorites here. I'm looking at uh, William Hill right now. We got Colin Morikawa. Uh, and no surprise that he's the favorite coming off the, the win at the Open Championship. He is plus 700. And again, keep in mind, all these, these odds have shifted yep. uh, with two of the big favorites in Rom and DeChambeau getting bumped. Rom was the favorite before this. Uh, so Colin Morikawa plus 700, Xander Shoffley plus 900, Justin Thomas plus 1100, Victor Hovland plus 1200, Rory McIlroy also plus 1200, and then I'll cut it off here, Hideki Matsuyama, again, a guy who's won here before, the reigning Masters champ, he's plus 1400, I'm actually a little surprised he's, he's not even a bigger favorite, CP, I'll let you start first. Um, I know you don't like the favorites, but when it's only 60 players in the field and I don't know, half the field, probably let's be honest, has no chance of winning. No offense. Uh, you know, do you look at one of the favorites this week? I'm personally, personally not. Um, I know 
Uh, Nagels is on one of the favorites and I love um, his pick, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to bypass it. Like I usually do. I know I said last week I was kind of all in on DJ. He, of course he went on to miss the cut, but luckily no one's going to remember that because I had champs. So that's nice. But um, yeah, I'm going to skip pretty much until around 28 to one. And I think if anyone was following my tweets today, they'll know uh, who that is, but I'll, I'll wait on that and uh, okay. let Steven Nagels kind of take over here. Oh, we got to give the Florida Nagels. You mentioned Xander Shoffley's name Myers. So that's, uh, that's Nagels boy. So Woo! I'm guessing that's yes! your bet. My man. Nagel. All right. All right. All right. All right. Don't put this type of pressure on me. All right. This is okay. I'm not betting. I, I'm not betting Xander this, this week. I don't want him to win this event, which will probably increase the odds of him actually winning this event. Right. Right. I don't want him to win because I don't want him to become a punchline, another no cut event. I don't, I just, I just don't, I wish he would withdraw. It would make my life a lot easier. But so no, that's not my pick. Uh, CP was referring to Justin Thomas. Everything you heard makes it sound like a Justin Thomas type of week where you mentioned Quail Hollow and you, he's played well in Asia and the mm-hmm. types of fairways and everything you would hear sounds like Justin Thomas. However, things change over the course of time and you hear certain things. I kind of think that uh, it doesn't really matter what we do here in the in the in the top of the board because what I heard uh, our friend Andy Lacked, I heard his preview today and he talked about needing a lot of wedges and good yeah. long irons. That, you know what? That's Colin. That's Colin nice. Morikawa and he's in great form obviously and I know he's the, the favorite and just like at the U.S. Open nobody wanted to bet John Rahm and nobody was talking John Rahm up because he was a favorite and this is a betting show and you're supposed to give value but okay. But it doesn't matter if you're giving out who's going to win the gold medal. And I don't see no one's really going to be talking about Morikawa because he's the favorite and he's the best fit for this golf course. Even Pat Mayo said that it seems like it might be, be like a a longer colonial. Well, Colin Morikawa has got a pretty good record at colonial. So he should not be ignored only because he's the favorite. That's my take. There you go. Steve? I like it. Um, yeah, I mean, at, at 10 to 1, 12 to 1, JT, I can't pull the trigger. Um, Nagels, I think, had him at 14 or 16 to 1 when his odds were better. Um, and obviously, like we said before the before we started recording, like if you liked him at 14 to 1, there's no reason you shouldn't hit him at 11 too. But yeah, you're kind of talking to me into Morikawa, Nagels. I mean, maybe you parlay him with uh, Katie Bledecki to win one of these swimming <laughs> events where she's like minus six, 600, get those odds a little juicier. Um, you know, do like a little three team parlay. I don't know. Simone Biles. Um, I know Nagels will be, will be intently watching Simone Biles. Is yeah. Oh yeah. Big yeah, Olympics yeah. guy. Ref- reference. You guys are unbelievable. <laughs> you're, you're, you're just, you're just baiting me. You're just baiting me. <laughs> I, I think the exact this, this I think stuff. the exact quote was I wouldn't oh, watch boy. Simone Biles if she was doing her routine in my living room. <laughs> That's absolutely <laughs> correct. As she could be jumping from my couch to my 
my yeah. desk over to television and flipping around and I will not care. It's already get the hell out of the way. I'm, I'm getting into it a little bit. I, it's giving me a little nostalgia. Steve mentioned Ledecky. I was watching that last night. Yeah. That Aussie coach is great. Yeah. So I, I'm not as down on, on it um, as, as everybody else. But uh, sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt, Steve. With the nostalgia, CP, I love it. I mean, oh, when I was a kid, I was, we were, my sister and my brother, we were really into it. Dude, my first big Olympics was the Michael Johnson Olympics. And I mean, it was. You're home for summer vacation. It's on every night. I was like obsessed with Michael Johnson. I mean, it was like the big, and now looking back on it, it's crazy. Like he ran like, I mean, he did two events, but you run a couple heats and then the race. I mean, you're watching a guy for like two minutes over an entire two weeks, but yet it seemed like. I was always watching him and it was such a big deal. And then of, of course we also Phelps and Bolt, those guys are awesome. But I got, I got to admit, I haven't really, I haven't t- turned it on yet. I, I really haven't gotten into it yet. Maybe, maybe I will. Uh, we'll see. Steve, no. I'm sorry. Are you still going with, with, uh, no, no, I haven't made any bets at the okay. top of the board. Okay. So let's, let's keep going. Okay. You know, CP, I'm glad you brought up because I did want to, I was going to rag on you before you hit camp champ and you were all excited, but I, you did have, I don't know if it was two weeks in a row, but basically where you went, Heavy chalk. We used your your stupid quote, and it was Bryson's gonna win by like fifty shots yeah. uh, in Detroit. He misses the cut, and DJ is gonna go on a DJ run, and he misses the cut. Still and could happen. Them, Still could happen. Okay. It could. No, it could. But both of them were like the squarest picks. They were like <laughs> under ten. I'm like, this that's is why I never go square because that's what happens. Square. Exactly, because when they when they lose, you look like an idiot, and yes. when they win, people are like, ooh, so what? You picked yeah. the favorite. It's no big no deal. Win. No win. Anyway, it's funny. All right, all right. Let's move to the next. Let's slide down a little bit. So we got those top six guys in. Uh, Paul Casey. Uh, I mean, another Justin Rose type win. We could see another another Englishman who who usually doesn't get the job done in a big spot could could win this Olympic gold medal. I could totally see it. Uh, he's sixteen to one. Patrick Reed eighteen to one. The newly uh, brought over to Japan, Patrick Reed. Uh, Cameron Smith. 20 to one, Corey Connors, 22 to one, Shane Lowry, Abe answer, Joaquin Neiman, also 22 to one. And finally, Sung JM, 25 to one. So those, that's all the guys that are sub 25 to one. Again, Reed is the late addition, but you know, no one has much of a grasp on this course anyway. I don't think that means much. And, you know, I, I gotta be honest, a guy like Reed to come over that late, say what you will about the guy. We know how much he loves the Ryder Cup and play, and being Captain America. He he's big on on to playing the Olympics, where most of these big names are not. And Morikawa is also another reason to pick Morikawa. He is seems extremely excited. It's like he's too young to realize that nobody else really cares, unfortunately, of the big names. But he is into it, so I would factor that in this week. But anyway, uh, uh, Jeff, you go first. In this group, is there anybody uh, that you're targeting, or are you all kind of tapped out? Uh, with the Morikawa pick, um, I'm never tapped out. Okay. I will. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't really have a pick to win here. But okay. we were talking before uh, we started yeah. recording, and uh, both uh, CP and I both agree that if you can find odds on Abe Answer to win a bronze medal, like specifically mm. a bronze, yeah, that would that that could that's a really good bet because I can see him being in, in the top like T nine going into the final round. And weaseling his way up the leaderboard, and uh, get, get himself a, a meaningless bronze medal, uh, like Kucher in 2016. Yeah, by the yeah, way, perfect. Sure. Yeah. 
That was perfect um, for Kucher. Perfect. I think Corey Connors might be in play. If, you, if this is going to be a, a long irons and wedges type of yep. uh, situation, uh, Corey Connors, that's his game. Yep. I don't know if he'll make enough putts. I don't know if he'll medal, but you might you might get some action out of that. Uh, Corey Connors, maybe first round leader, something along those lines. But the guy I the guy that I'm picking and the guy I like is right outside of this range. So when, okay. on the next go around, hit me again. Hey, you know, I appreciate you staying within the ranges. These other guys don't do that. They always jump around. So thank you. you, you <laughs> I'm trying to make a good impression, Alex. You I appreciate are. that. And the fact that you're a big Xander fan, as I, I declared about well, actually it was Masters Week. I declared Xander my favorite, my new favorite player. I hadn't declared a favorite player in 12 years, 13 years. And mm-hmm. he's my new guy. So we're, we're on the same wavelength with him. But I'm, well, I'm maybe that's with... why he hasn't won. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I'm with you. I, I wouldn't want him to waste a bullet on this event. Uh, so I'm kind of with you. All right, Steve, CP, in this group, there's a lot of guys you guys target uh, often. Abe, uh, Neiman, Connors, uh, Sung J.M. By the way, Sung J.M., as uh, Daniel Rappaport wrote about uh, for us today, Sung J.M. and Siwoo Kim are both playing we talk about having motivation they're playing to avoid mandatory military service in south korea a two-year military service and this is their last chance uh because you have to serve by the time you're 28 or something right this is their last chance they have to win an olympic medal uh not even a, a apparently a green jacket would have gotten it done for these guys which is absurd but anyway on one hand they have a lot of motivation on the other hand a lot of pressure but anyway, uh, CP, Steve, what about you guys in this range? Yeah, I think Sungjae for that reason, Myers. I mean, it's going to be easy to root for him. I, yes, I would love to yes. have money on him uh, if he gets it done. Again, if you could bet on him to win a medal in general, which we were looking before the show, and none of the books available to us here in Jersey have that. So I'm probably going to wait absurd. to just bet any medal Sungjae M. Uh, I would love to bet that. I think Siwoo Kim might have another Olympics if he qualifies. Obviously, obviously that's a big if, but he's young enough okay. um, to where okay. his green card won't expire by the next Olympics. So, and both of those guys, you know, obviously rooting for them. I think two of the guys you mentioned, Myers, I'm interested in to win. Uh, Cam Smith, you know, we've had this run of Cameron's win, Cam Champ, uh, mm. and Cam Davis. And I was a part of both those wins. I think Cam Smith, you know, you talk about scrambling. He's as good as anybody in this field. Um, You talk about long irons. Cam Smith is really good with his long iron game. His wedge game could get hot too. That, you know, that's how he won uh, the Zurich with, with Mark Leishman. So the number isn't great on Cam Smith, but I'm probably going to fire that bullet 22 to one or so. Um, So I like that. And I do like Joaquin Neiman too, obviously, you know, a young guy, um, you know, the pressure isn't necessarily there. You know, you don't know what his motivation is going to be necessarily, but uh, he's got the game. He's got the length at this really long golf course. um, And we've seen him do it on big stages. So I think both those guys are interesting to me, but I think my biggest bets are going to be on some longer shots. So that's where I'm going to save most of my bullets. What about you, CP? Yeah, I guess, uh, I'll take Myers' advice and save. I still got to save it. I wonder okay. if Nagels and I are on the same guy because it sounds like we might be, but we'll get there in a second. But just okay. to, I'll, I'll give some, you know, I don't love any of these stories. I mean, I love them. I would love, I'm rooting for them, but <laughs> I just don't love the pressure factor. You know, sure. Hideki, especially, I think we read all about after he won the Masters, 
just how hard, you know, his, his life on tour has been with all the media pressure. Now he's the master's champion in his home country, extra media pressure. I don't know. I just don't love that. Um, a lot going on for him this week. Sungjae just has not put four good rounds together, probably since the Honda. And now the added pressure of, you know, avoiding military service. Um, yeah, that's going to be really hard to put four rounds together with that on your, on your mind. I do like Siwoo a little, I know we're not there yet, but um, just because of the number 55 to one, and he seems to get up for the bigger events and uh, the lesser events. He just has no interest in this is as big as it gets for him right. um, to get a medal. So I'll probably be on Siwoo and then uh, we'll get to the next guy in, in a second right. here. Well, it's interesting. You, you see him at 55 to one because of William Hill, he's only 35 to one. So 55 sounds like a great number. Uh, 35 seemed even interesting. Uh, okay. The next group, a guy that I know CP loves all the time, uh, Christian Bezadenhout. Uh, he is 28 to one followed by Tommy Fleetwood at 28 to one, which is kind of, I mean, I don't know. You'd usually see him at 28 to one at, at a full field PJ tour event. Uh, so these odds seem kind of low and he's the one who tweeted out today. I don't, I, you know, excuse my language, but I effing love the Olympics. So he's, he's pumped up. Um, then you got Mark Leishman, 28 to one. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing Siwoo Kim here at 35 to one Guido Migliazzi, uh, who we saw great things from at, uh, what was that? Tory Pines. He's 40 to one Garrick Higo, uh, a recent PJ tour winner, 40 to one Alex Norton, another CP boy at uh, 50 to one. Um, and then you got Carlos Ortiz, Thomas Peters, uh, Mito Pereira, they're all on that six. Jonathan Vegas, Thomas Dietrich, Mackenzie Hughes, we've seen pop up a few times at majors. They're all in that 60, 65 to one range. So, all right, I'll send it back to you, CP. Who who are you targeting then in this next range? Or is it even someone deeper than that? It's Tommy Fleetwood for sure at, oh, at, uh, right. at 28 go. to one. Tweeted yeah, about that's it today, a weird obviously. number. Yeah, it's a I weird like one. a very weird number. Uh, great WGC player, international, yep. that whole aspect for sure. Um, gets up for big events. Um, Fazio, Steve mentioned Fazio before. I totally forgot about that. Quail Hollow. He actually had one of his better starts in a while at, at Quail Hollow at the Wells Fargo 14th, I believe. Just finished 33rd at the open. So playing a little bit better as of late. Uh, that tweet, that tweet sold me. You know, maybe it shouldn't have. Maybe someone got his phone. Maybe he was, you know, had a few <laughs> beers. I'm not sure, but that totally sold me. Um, I like anybody who who got in as an alternate and kind of dropped everything they 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 were doing to, to be here and Fleetwood got in because Hatton um, bowed out. I right. know that should, that by that logic, I should be on Reed. I don't, I don't plan to be on Reed though, because of the number. Um, but like guys like Fleetwood, I think that Campillo guy just got in recently for Ram. Um, anybody that dropped what they're doing to come here. Um, obviously got there early. Fleetwood seems thrilled to be there. I know he did a little, piece with uh, a website that will not be mentioned on this podcast um, nice. today hmm. and uh, I would never click it in a million years but <laughs> it does tell me that he's you know happy to do media stuff happy to kind yeah. of pump up that he's there and and all that so I'm really and and I and it would be perfect. Well, there's no like there's no said. media there. there's no US media there it's I mean the Doug Ferguson story we were talking about Doug well, Ferguson it sounds like to- sounds like one of our enemies is there no, yep. they are. They are. Okay, okay. So I'm saying like the fact that anyone's there, the players right. are actually going to probably talk. To it's, <laughs> it's probably the best event to go cover because there's no other U.S. media there. It's crazy. But Doug Ferguson had to fly to Japan and then fly back to Seattle to fly back to Japan because of a 72 hour testing rule. I mean, it's just like crazy stuff going on. Anyway, 
sorry to cut you off, but pray, yeah, you're right. Pray for yeah. anyone that, that had to deal with Doug Ferguson on that, oh, uh, boy. On that trip back that and forth. Rough. But yeah. yeah, that's it. And I just think you mentioned Casey before. I, I think Fleetwood is, is in that same neighborhood of, yeah. um, he would throw that gold medal in your face. Oh yeah. Eagle's face for, for the rest of eternity. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Love Fleetwood. Steve. I think uh, Paris might've sold me on Fleetwood, man. Um, oh boy, positive want, vibes. You might have to do it. Yeah. You got to keep the, the good vibes going. So I will be on Fleetwood. Um, you mentioned another guy, Myers, who I'm seeing at 70 to one. Um, <clears throat> Thomas Peters is, you know, a long golf course really plays to his, his strengths. He's one of the, the longest hitters in this field. I think back in 2018, uh, Bell Reeve, that those were some other Zoysia fairways, uh, another really hot week. That's what we're going to see in Japan. Um, Peters has that gear. He competed at Wingfoot, um, which I know you guys are familiar with. You guys were on him there. Uh, oh. he's, he's got the perspective of being a new father. Um, you know, I'm waiting any day I could become a new father. So yeah, wait for that perspective, Steve. It's going <laughs> to smack you in the face. I need it. I need the perspective. That's for sure. <laughs> and, and I need the 70 to one ticket on Peters to cash. Woo! So I'm going to be on that, uh, for the Belgian 70 to one Nagel. What do you think of, uh, Fleetwood? I love Tommy Fleetwood. I mean, I, I don't particularly like him. I played him in all the majors this year. He's kind of let me down a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I've had, I, it's, it's not for me. Uh, I just want to tell you guys and your listeners that if you're going with the um, avoid military service angle and dumping your life savings on Sun JM this week, I don't think this is his last opportunity. I think he's only 23 years old. Yeah, isn't that and what you just said about Siwa, Steve? No, I yeah, think I think, I think this is, I think he might have another chance in Paris in four years or whatever. That's, I, That's fair. Sungjae definitely, definitely does. He's only 23. Siwoo Kim's 26. I think you have to do it before you're 28. So Maybe Steve got him flipped. Yeah, Steve might have flipped him, but but you but you guys are correct. It's it, they're definitely not both done. I Sungjae definitely should have another chance. Sorry, um, I'm just saying if you're going if you're just going well, last, yeah, you're right. last chance, right. just want to be accurate, you know, for the uh, yeah. for the listeners. I appreciate right. credibility. The first thing I was. I, when I first looked at this last week and I thought Justin Thomas, and now it seems everybody's thinking Justin Thomas. So uh, I make a correlation between Justin Thomas and Mark Leishman. If I, if I'm thinking about it, I know that Mark Leishman won the uh, CIMB classic out there in Malaysia. I know that Mark Leishman's won at Conway farms, which is a Tom Fazio Mm. design. I don't know if that's going to be relevant or not, but I just, Sony open if there's going to be a big long golf course Sony. i know i'm i'm not worried about the, the length of it or anything like that with uh with leishman he just did finish third at the travelers he was not good at yeah. the open i'll give you that but if if justin thomas is going to be the square play this week where it's i'm getting a, a really good value on leishman because i got him at 45 to 1 before the numbers changed when before the wds and I felt very confident in that pick that, ah, you know, he's one in Asia and he's one on a Tom Fazio and people aren't really going to be talking about him and Zoysia or fairways and uh, Aussies. That's like a thing. And I just think that could be, that's a sneaky play. I don't know if he'll win gold. He might medal, 
But I have him at 45 to one. I'm hoping for the best. He's 35 now on my book, and we'll see what happens. But I like Leishman in that range, and that's my that's my pick. Old. I like it. Yeah, it's it's never it's never that easy when the entire community's on Justin Thomas. Like you you got to make a pivot. So I like that pivot, Nagels. Yeah. Boom. Yep. Um, all right. Any other deeper picks? You know, I, I, a guy who jumps out of me and I, I'm looking at his recent results. He clearly has had a bad run rate, like, but still Rasmus Hogard, a hundred to one. I mean, he's won two European mm-hmm. tour titles. I, again, if we, if you could find a bet for a guy to medal, I, I love it, but I, I would even maybe sprinkle him to win a hundred. I mean, again, it's 60 man field where a lot of these guys at the bottom of the board, again, I'm sorry, just, just probably don't have any chance. And uh, he's a proven two-time winner. He's 20 years old. Now, he's already won twice on the European Tour. So I, I'm surprised to see him down the board at 101. Also, Matthias Schwab, another Euro- young European Tour player. He hasn't won yet, but uh, another 100-to-1 guy, kind of liking that. And then none of us have brought up, uh, you know, now now we can talk about it, Brendan Porath, our, our fellow colleague, the boy from Bratislava. <laughs> Uh, Rory Sabatini. <laughs> I was just going to mention him. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Jeff, you take it away. He's 150 to one. That's Not, crazy. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a legit player. He's way more than that on other books. Okay. And you can get him uh, for a top 10 or a top five. Uh, this is a guy who changed his nationality so he could play in the Olympics. You yep. want to talk about motivation? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, take the South Koreans, maybe Hideki, right. a lot of pressure on him. The right. fourth guy on that list is Rory Sabatini. Yep. And I think that, uh, yeah, if you want a long shot medalist, if you can find it, or a long shot, just top 10, why not? Rory's definitely. Boy from Bratislava. I'm sitting here <laughs> drinking my Westy Island brand and my fried egg coffee <laughs> mug right here. You guys can see that. <laughs> you know, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Shout out to Brendan Porath and the Shotgun Start. But, right. yeah, that's the guy. Definitely. Long shot. Rory. All right. Steve, CP, any long shots for you? Yeah, a couple long shots. I like uh, Ryan Fox is just an absolute bomber, bomber on the European tour. People know that name. And interestingly, he was in the 2010 uh, Asian Amateur here that Hideki won. Um, he didn't oh, okay. finish near the top. He finished like top 15 or so. Um, but he did make the cut at the Open, so he's playing better. Again, you know, as a top 10 bet, you know, I'm seeing you could get him around 12 to 1. Uh, something like that. Oh, I'm sorry, seven to one as a top 10. I think that's pretty good. So Fox is interesting, um, but I think a really good bet, and we're going back near the top, but Patrick Reed to finish in the top 10. To your point, Myers, mm. like he's making this trip over here um, and he, he wants to do well, even if he starts off slow because of jet lag, et cetera. It's a no-cut event. And he's got four rounds to get in the top 10. You mm. could get top 10 plus 120. Um, that might be my favorite bet of the week. Reed to finish top 10 wearing the team USA colors. That's my favorite bet. Yeah. Don't hate that. I think there's a lot of great, I know Myers Myers kind of right with some of these guys at the bottom of the board have no chance to win, right. but there's only 60 guys in the field and you can bet on a few guys you like down here, you know, 12 to one to top 10, you know, only 60 guys. That's a guy I'm looking at is Renato Paratore kind of fits my, um, dropped everything he was doing mold here because he got in for Molinari. Um, so love him. I think he's plus 1,200 to finish in the top 10. And he's actually had three top 12s in his last 10 starts. Seems like a pretty fiery guy. So uh, why not? I think he played pretty well at Wingfoot 
Um, and by pretty well, I think he like tied for 45th, but that was like one of his better starts in a major. So like Paratori and then a guy down at 250 to one to win. Um, probably not going to, I mean, maybe sprinkle a couple bucks on that, but I love him top 10. Honorban Lahiri just tied for third mm-hmm. at the Barbasol and he played unbelievable. You look at his stats on Fantasy National. He gained a ton of strokes in every single area except around the green, I believe. Um, gained a bunch of putting too. You know, maybe he's on a little bit of a heater. Um, so, Honorban Lahiri, Renato Paratori. And then Nagel's mentioned Corey Collins before. I, I wish I, you know, we're talking about, um, I wish I could bet somebody to medal. I am going to bet Corey Connors to top five. I believe that's plus 500 on the book I'm looking at. Um, Nagel's said it. I mean, he's an elite approach player, elite tee to green player, and an elite off the tee player. Um, we saw him play well at the Open, both Opens, I, I believe. I mean, his game travels literally anywhere on the planet. That's kind of the case when you can hit every club in the bag well, except your putter. So like Nagel said, if he doesn't make putts, um, he's probably not going to finish top five. But if he does, I really like that top five bet very nice very nice um all right guys any any uh, closing thoughts by the way i just got the uh, email about the press conference schedule there and uh matsuyama is the first one to do media and so uh, he is playing i mean i've been waiting to hear if he was going to play i'm i'm still surprised honestly he didn't light the torch i mean i know naomi osaka is the biggest female athlete apparently in the world, but was it hachimura what Oh really? The basketball player? Huh. Yeah, is she what? Is what? Who lit the torch? No, it was Naomi Osaka. You oh really? <laughs> Where were you? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I was All not right. around. Sorry, this you're out of My whole point was that Matt. A lot of people were shocked. Matsuyama was a huge yes. favorite to do it. There was uh, sites that had it. He was like plus one fifty, and she was like the second or third at plus six fifty, plus seven fifty. And they moved her match around to, uh, so that she could do it at the last minute. And so it made right. me wonder if he was still out. We, we know he had to withdraw from the, the British Open with, with, with the, the COVID test. So I was worried he wasn't going to get to play. But he is going to play. He's on here with the press conferences. They have all the guys from the same country doing it together, which is kind of cute. Um, so, yeah, Xander and Colin Morikawa later that day. Anyway, any final thoughts? Uh we, we hopefully we get no more uh, WDs before this thing starts. I have two things. Number one, you didn't do spicy nuggets, and I'm going to say that <laughs> oh, I like well, I like oh. Seb Straka first round leader, hundred to one. Mm. I'm looking at beautiful. I think that's I think that's a, that's a decent play. And there's a guy in the field. This isn't a bet. I don't I don't know if my app is uh, trolling me, but there's a guy in the field. His name is Yuda Man. <laughs> you see him? He's like a thousand to one. Wait. Yeah, you the man. man. <laughs> you see that? You the man. You the man. <laughs> I mean, it, it looks to me like you the yan man. You the yan man. But you, you could stretch it to you the man. I guess. Wait, I wanted to play a quick game of can you name the country that this golfer is <laughs> oh, from? Goodness. Oh goodness! No, 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 no! I'm not You're playing. Embarrass Let's us play all. this quick. Ready? Yeah. Fabrizio Zanotti. Do we oh, know Italy? Italy. That's what you would think, maybe. But oh. It is not Italy. Argentina. Chile. He's from Paraguay. Paraguay. Wow. Son of yeah. a... I know. That's a tricky what one. What about Hurley Long? Yeah, Hurley Long. Who is that? No idea. I don't, I don't know. I, I was hoping Steve might know. <laughs> I don't. <What> a, <laughs> he was not about, on my list. Uh, what about Gun Charon Cole? No That's idea. Thailand. 
Thailand? I'm the charcoal Fleetwood's from. <laughs> Early long Germany. That's what Early I would have guessed. Germany. Okay. Mm. Maximilian Kiefer is also Germany. So Definitely they had, Germany. They had two guys get in. That's about uh, Gavin Green, not Galvin Green. Oh, like that is. Um, it's Thailand. No. What? It's uh, it's South Africa. No, it's 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 an it's Asian, right? Is it yeah. Chinese Taipei? Malaysia. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Wow, we we sound like uh, Charles Barkley. Here. <laughs> yes, it's bad. It's a good way to Rasp- get to know, know some Rasmus Hogard mm-hmm. is yes. from Denmark. So mm-hmm. that at least my, uh, the guys that I've pumped, and we know that uh, you know our boy Rory Sabatini is not from mm-hmm. uh, Slovakia, but uh, he hails from there now. So we got those yeah, guys. that's got to be a bet. Nagels is right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll uh, ask one last Nagels question: yeah. How much do you plan to watch the golf? Uh, I, I, I don't know if Leishman's in the mix, I'm not going to have a choice. Cause I, <laughs> I put a, I put a nice wager on that. That actually would be worth it. So if he's I in the mix, want, you're I'm staying up till 3am. You're staying up till 3am Sunday. Yeah. I'm just worried. I just don't want Xander to win. That would suck. It really would. I don't want him to win, which means he might, because I don't think anyone's going to bet him either. And that's usually when, that's usually when he pops. And believe me, I know, I just, I see it coming. And I'm I'm more, I'm nervous about it. Nervous about Xander winning. Is a- <laughs> I am. I am. I don't want him to win. I don't want him to be a punchline. Justin Rose is a punchline. I don't want Xander to be a punchline. Well, he also brought the gold medal to everywhere he went and made such a big. That's why he became a punch. I mean, Xander would handle it a little. He'd be a little cooler about it. I, I would hope because that's our guy. I would hope. What if that's he's not? What if he's yeah. not cool about it? <laughs> What if he's a total dork about it? That would then what? Be up all night and he'd be just thinking about that. Yeah, he'd be a punchline. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Um, all right, guys. It was fun. Thanks again. Uh, thanks to Jeff for joining us. Uh, Nagels Bagels. Check him out on Twitter. And, and I appreciate he really stuck by the rules there with the, the spicy <laughs> nun and yeah. keeping in the right group. So we'll definitely have him back on. We appreciate that. Uh, thanks, as always, to our producers, Greg Gottfried and Liam Byrne. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts if you haven't done so already. And uh, check back next week when hopefully we're celebrating another big win. See ya.